I'm gonna swim up, holding back my reasons, hold down my feelings, so I can survive and fall. You're listening to the Indie Echo Podcast, a showcase of independent music and the artists that make it. I'm Jordan, producer at High Five Music. Toby Harry is a pop singer-songwriter from England. His latest single is this one, Holding Me Back. My name is Toby Harry and I'm a singer-songwriter. I grew up in a small little town in Oxfordshire. Oxfordshire is like a area of England if you guys aren't familiar. Um, yeah, it's as small as it can get really. A little town, one shop, one takeaway, a couple pubs, that's about it really. Grew up listening to my dad's music. That's all I really listened to really, all of his playlists. Couldn't really name much from now, but I'd say probably like The Kinks and Bob Dylan and stuff like that. It's all of the the old stuff that I kind of now like and have put into my work that I make now. Growing up from that, I always started as a singer. It, uh, from a very young age, was musically involved because my household was the same. My dad decided to learn guitar, which grew on my eldest brother. And then I was jealous, so I picked up too. <laughs> so that was, that was kind of that, where that came from. And um, middle brother was a singer. So I was like, right, I've got to have a bit of that. So I took both best of both worlds and I'm now a singer-songwriter that sings and plays guitars because I didn't just want to do one thing. So <laughs> that's kind of the way I go. I've always learned lots of different instruments, but I love to try new things constantly. I started off as violin, went to piano, did trumpet at one point for no reason, just because I thought it would be cool. But then, um, yeah, I kind of grounded with the vocals and the guitar because that's what I want to do. and that. You know, I probably wouldn't be a massive trumpet player or a pianist personally, but it, you never know. You never know. I don't stop the kids that want to do that anyway. And so when did you finally start writing music? I think I've always tried because one thing that my dad, my dad taught me to play guitar at the start anyway. He was like, Have, he just chucked me this guitar and went, right, here's my chord sheets. Basically just lyrics with block chords on the top of them. He said, try and try and play them. I'll show you what they are. You can practice and then perform to me the next day. And we'd, uh, he did it. And I think the first one was a Lola, Lola by the Kinks. Yeah, it was good. It, it, I mean, it wasn't very good, but for starting out, it was good. <laughs> yeah. So these first three singles of yours, was there anything before that in terms of releases? Or is this like a new era of Toby? This is Toby Harry. This is this is what I've gone into. I've um, Previously, I was... I think through my school back in the day when I was when I first started, there was a like a program that was running for music students, and you could join a band, you could create a band, and you'd go every week, you'd practice, and you'd do like school gigs, and you, you thought you were amazing, you thought you were rock stars at the school, and we we wrote we were the first to like properly take it by the hands, and we recorded an EP and a couple singles when we were like 15, because we uh, we went into a competition uh, like a battle of the bands competition, and actually won it, and we. 
we got some money so we spent it all on on a, on recording sessions nice. somehow wiggled our way into doing that and that was great fun great fun like first ever experience in a recording studio 15 like god we we're doing something great here just as friends yeah they're decent they're in their own right they're good like in their, <laughs> i wouldn't say they're, they're they're amazing but some some of them are very good the, the the singer that i used to work with uh jacob he was um he was a good songwriter as well so we kind of spit ideas off each other and stuff like that and uh, he's doing his own stuff now as well but we're um i've come out of that into my own right and it was in lockdown when i came i was like we're all going to uni next year it's time to properly grow on myself and figure out what i want to do in lockdown i was sat down and i was like right i've started to write i've been writing songs for years before that when we were in the band but there are a few that i hadn't taken to the boys because they were quite personal to me and it wasn't really the vibe that they were kind of on, so they, I was just like, okay, these these are good songs. I'm gonna I'm gonna just keep them aside. I built a big bank up of Toby Harry songs for the future, and um, then yeah, I spoke to a local producer who we met. I met through the band because he was a sound engineer for one of the gigs we did, and fantastic guy. Big up to Steve White, but yeah, he's um he's a really great guy, really great producer, and we we jumped on Zoom calls and planned out the the. The recording sessions whilst we're in lockdown and stuff and waited until he, we could do it and the first moment we could straight in there and we recorded you said as one of the coolest like few weeks of my life just like first single first ever single by myself so it's just me and him in the studio recording stuff that's where it all kicked off really just kind of as a solo artist i take influence from everywhere like i always say this to everyone they're like they're always like what's your favorite genre like who's your favorite artists and stuff and I'm like I'm that kind of guy that if it's good and a good well-written song and it's it's catchy and it's got its own in its own right it's great I actually would listen to pretty much every genre it's I'm not really stuck to one but my music at the moment that is currently released is very much Shawn Mendes old Shawn Mendes back in the day um Lewis Capaldi I would say some songs of Harry Styles but not massively but a few of them I'd say Falling and Falling is quite, it has a few tweaks in there. Yeah, I, I hear a lot of that. So why was You Said the first single? Why was that your pick for introducing Toby Harry to the world? This is just quite weird because my brother was always like, yeah, why was why was this your first one? And this is just the one that I felt was so catchy. I even I even remember writing it. I, I, was, I was sat in the back room at home and I had my pen and my paper, my guitar. It'd been, I don't know what was going on the day, but I was just a bit, just like, ugh, what's going on? So I went in there and I recorded and I texted my brother. I was like, because my brother, middle brother, he can he's a really good singer. And he was in a band when he was younger and he's, he stopped doing it. And I was like, come on, let's do some stuff together. And I would text him like, do you want to come record this new song? Do you want to come write, help me write this new song? And he was like, oh, dude, I'm sorry. I can't right now. And then that's when I was just like, oh, fine. And then I wrote it. And I was like, that's then he heard it like a couple of weeks later. And he was like, was that the song you wrote? And I was like, yeah, man, you missed out there. <laughs> but then, but yeah, working with this vocal coach and we were practicing that song and we bled it dry. Like, dear Lord, my brothers, every time we have a drink together, they'll be like, and we're with someone new. And they'll be like, oh, you're an artist. And they're like, yeah, you know, you said, yeah, that was, uh, heard that every day, 24 seven, I guess. Every, when it was being written, I heard it all, um, but, but now they love it. They're just like, that's that's cool, isn't it? We heard that when it was written, so it's just like it's one of those nice little stories for us. You said, you said you love me. 
I used to produce in my bedroom and my youngest brother, I have two younger brothers also, he would play like Call of Duty, like right next to me. And so he would hear me working on tracks just on repeat for hours and hours and hours. And so you got like, you know, some of them suck in his head, sometimes in a bad way. Sometimes yeah, exactly though, isn't it? It's just those funny things that you kind of like, <laughs> yeah. that you remember and also sometimes get stuck into the, to the writing. It's good fun. And so you released You Said, and then fell to the ground. Fell to the ground. It was, um, I kind of wrote these, the last three songs. So as you said, fell to the ground and holding me back. That's a little collection. It's a trio of songs. After this, I'm, rec- I'm in the process of recording an EP now. And it, it kind of comes out of my comfort zone, really. I, I, this was very conservative, my, myself, deep. And I'm going to come out into some more like indie pop, indie rock in like more stuff that I think's gonna have a balance to, to, to my listeners like when they listen they'll hear that slow stuff and then they'll hear the upbeat stuff and they'll balance bounce off each other which is what's really important to me I don't want people to just come to me and go oh is, is it just another ballad writer I'm like no I'm just a songwriter that will make anything kind of work for myself really very Ed Sheeran in that aspect where you have your you have your bangers but also your quiet side too. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah no like I think bangers can be quiet like I I, I, I always say that like just the people go I'll meet someone at, at, at the pub or something or, or out on a, on a night out or an event or something they go oh go on chuck me get your Spotify up I'll listen to the song now and stick their phone to the ear um, and uh, they're just like saying, oh yeah it's good yeah good good oh I love the, love the vocals yeah yeah but then I'm like dude stop wait till you get home put some headphones on and listen to it properly like you're not gonna get the right vibe when there's 40 people shouting who's got the next pint or whatever like i don't i don't really get it. it's just like follow me on instagram check me out later because you need but you need to be in the right moment because otherwise you're not going to connect like i mean some songs nowadays in the charts like they're purposely written to turn heads it's frustrating when so many people listen to music just literally on their phone and it's like yo there's bass in there you need to hear the bass yeah exactly like i love that because in the songs like you said was very simple in terms of its like ensemble and like what was in it the amount of instruments or the 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 simplicity of the arrangement or whatever whatever it fell to the ground it was um we we worked on it hard because i was like right we've done you said it's it's quite very much a ballad acoustic guitar had a few guitars in the second chorus, build up, build up, build up. But in the um, in fell to the ground, we 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 worked on adding a few more stuff. Like the bass line wasn't just solid root notes or just octaves. It had a we Steve's son, the producer's son, was a he's a he's a bassist, and we we called him down and he, he listened to the song a few times, and we we worked we wrote a bass line together with Steve. It was great fun because like I'm not I, I love a bass line. I think I, I hear a song on, and I've got it in my headphones. I can pick it out and I'm like, yeah, that's that's cool. That's very cool. Like I want that. You know what I mean? I spoke to him. I was like, yeah, I don't want that simple, but I want when you've got the melody on the undertone, you can hear it bouncing around, jumping around. You can hear it just it just brings another level to the story. I think. And um, yeah, we did that. If you listen to Fell to, Fell to the Ground, people that are listening now, when you listen listen to it, you'll hear that. You, if you just zone into the bass, it, you'll hear it, definitely. Yeah, you said that I would be the one you'd hold me till the day was done. You'd never let me go, baby, never let me go. But you did, yeah, you did. 
towards the end when you have all those different voices kind of like competing with each other and it all comes together, it, it sounds really good. I'm a sucker for harmonies. How much of that was in the original draft and how much was, you know, added while you were producing it? Yeah, really good question actually because like we, we were talking, like me, when, when me and Steve were talking about the song and like, yeah, it was, it was difficult because we, we didn't know what to do at the end. We, I knew what I wanted, but I just couldn't couldn't put it onto the song. Do you know what I mean? And um, we kind of kind of decided that what about a spoken spoken final chorus? Like just less less of a, a lead vocal line and spoken. Swiftly realizing that it wasn't the right vibe, we did an off the melody line chorus. So that's instead of the the high chorus, it was you said that I'll be the one. So it was like. And he chucked some effects on, and we had all those harmonies in, and all the the backing vocals, and it just really works. I was like, yeah, that, that's really cool. And every time anyone listens to it, they always go, favorite bits, that last chorus, you know, right? And I'm like, I know it is, I know it is, because it's one of my favorite bits of the song as well. Like you said, your your latest release, "Holding Me Back," it kind of follows that same tradition that you were going with the other two. Yeah, well, in in all fairness, I had I had all three ready when I started recording You Said. So they were all written and uh, I kind of knew what I wanted and I kind of knew that I wanted to record these three songs, but I'm quite an impatient guy. So like on, in, certain, in certain aspects, I'm quite impatient because like we were we started recording Holding Me Back. It was it was the second song I started and I, I fell into a proper hole of, I hate it, I hate it. I've listened to it too many times. It's wrong, it's not right. It's not the right song. It's not the right, I don't like it, don't like it. So we, um, we kind of put a pin in it and then we, we started on her uh, fell to the ground and then I finished that song and I was like okay, okay really good okay cool what am I doing now should we start a new song Steve and he's like mate you know you've you know you got holding me back and I was like oh that one yeah and he was like come on mate you paid for the session let's just finish it let's do it let's craft it so we went back to the drawing board and figured it out and there was things that we changed in the studio like um in the final chorus just before the final chorus we had like this breakdown it was going to be very much spoken less it was going to suck all the all the instruments out it was going to just be jab guitars and drums and just the vocals and it was going to be the same lyrics as the pre-course and i was like it's not hitting it's not hit it's not not doing it for me so i was like okay what happens if we kind of go for like more of a without words more of just a gesture vocal gesture it, it, it clicked that it, i felt that it, it brings that final phrase of the song into the last chorus to work more so than it would have done without it. Obviously, we we talk about references before we go into the studio, just for casual sound references. Like we talk about drum references, and don't even take it. But I love Olivia Rodrigo. Olivia Rodrigo is one of the coolest artists out at the moment. She's amazing. Like, absolutely binged her album when it came out. Sour. I. It's why on the Spotify Rap this year, number one artist. <laughs> I was actually quite because when I was I was just driving over the over the last few months when I was at home and just constant just listen to the whole album through and then start again <laughs> but yeah no that we we talked about some of her stuff because when when her first single came out it was just it was around the time of when we started to uh started to record me and steve so there was a few recording techniques and i was like wow and i played to steve and he was like yeah that's bloody great production and like some of the stuff they're doing in there is just top class so we talked about it and stuff like that we kind of we brought to the table songs of lewis capaldi as well because obviously brilliant songwriter brilliant musician in the past it's been 
me and three other guys in the band I could go boys does that sound right does that is this how we want it and then now it's there's no other guy behind me that's going to tell me that that, that, that that it's not right it's it's in my head I've got to figure that out for myself now of course Steve will be like yeah it doesn't sound right mate or you could tweet this but at the end of the day it is my call I'm the one that's paying for all of it I'm the one that's having to having to pretty much figure it out for myself so I think that was that was the biggest step up for me with these songs obviously love the challenge and now I'm now I'm grateful for pushing myself to break out as a solo artist etc etc in terms of live performance do you do much of that yeah so we kind of coming to london i i was like this is it this is the time you're in you're in the, one of the biggest greatest capitals in the in the world like for the music scene anyway like you can um there's so many doors that can be opened here and but i have found out that these doors are hidden very much so hidden like they can't be found unless you go looking for them like properly and um i started off by doing a couple of mics around london more or less just rocking up with my guitar mates have a beer afterwards nice little evening made some contacts around done uh, done a few more things i started busking so started busking around london mainly in wembley we're just doing doing stuff in wembley and getting a little bit of money from it like more or less just getting that used to being by myself properly i've just formed a band actually uh, a session band technically so it's going to be me and that which they're called st Clair. so it's going to be toby harry and st Clair that are going to be doing some gigs we've got some gigs lined up for the new year that have been confirmed but the dates have not been released yet so we're waiting for those um but definitely keep an eye out for those because they're gonna be some really really cool nights is there uh, a genre or something that you want to experiment more in is like is there a reputation era of toby harry in there somewhere i do not actually <laughs> no i would say i would say that i've always wanted to just try dance dance pop i love it i listen to that all the time like now like i don't know it's just it's it's really cool like i know that nowadays like do a leap but she's 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 smashing it like her stuff is like it's weird isn't it it's like it's got that dance vibe but she's singing some sad songs in a dance vibe like she's making a sad song something you want to jump around the room to like it's genius like i want to do that a song we wrote the other day actually i bought some chords and some lyrics to the boys and we we sped it up a lot and the drummer's just like god throwing these mad drum lines i'm like yo this sounds cool like this is cool like we can i think we can tap into this a little bit like just because yeah, again, I don't know if my vocal because I can make them me, but just with a different vibe. I think I got that. Just I think there's there's room, there's room there. But I wouldn't say that's me as a whole. But I think there's definitely piece of the pie is designated to that. I reckon someday. And, and you might find that as you start doing more gigs with the band, you'll start noticing what songs the crowd is reacting to. And sometimes it's you know the more the, the more dancey side of things. Yeah, exactly. And, and then the next time you go in the studio, you're like, hmm. Maybe we should write for the audience that wants to do that. Yeah. No, I think that's that's a massive fact. I said to the boys, I was like, Christ, I'm playing it and I'm I'm losing my my nut right now. I'm just having so much fun jumping around. They probably think I'm a lunatic at the front, like playing the guitar, singing, and I'm like going at it. Like I have a way of performing. Like I'm very much there on the stage, and then when at the first start of it, I'm like, this is me with the mic. And then give it a few seconds, give it till the first chorus. And I'm like, I'm pretty much in the crowd of them. Like, I love to, I love to jump around. I love to have some good fun, but like, I also just love audience 
participation so like, i have to like, when i write i some of the most of the songs i've written for this new ep in some way or form will have some audience participation is in general like one of the courses has a um spoken vocal line not a spoken like unworded vocal line so it's very much like um i don't know an ed sheeran song well let me let me think bloodstream i said bloodstream um there's a part of that song where there's like a when he's at the start when he's looping his vocals like people can copy that i guess it's something like that like in the chorus it's very much something that i can look forward to because we did a gig a couple of weeks ago as an open mic we were asked to do an open mic and we joined it did a couple of songs and we did that song and i was just, i was like boys we're looping it just loop it and i just was getting everybody to sing in this pub and it was just that is what makes it for me it's because when you know that they're having fun if they can sing if they can sing back to you that you know they're not just watching some guy on stage like it's good fun isn't it i have a habit of writing from outside perspective as in i i i write from a distance and put myself in their shoes so people always go oh you must have had such a heartbreak ah oh my god you should are you okay and i was like when i came to uni they listened to my songs i was like are you okay dude do you need help <laughs> do you want people to talk to and i'm like like you you don't understand like i i can put my own i have obviously i have some sort of connection to them but i'm not bleeding my heart on the page i'm i have a habit of just if i see someone on tv i'd be like ah oh, poor girl in pieces like you said you loved me now why are you leaving me and now you leave me so it's like do you know what i mean like ah. Oh, cool <laughs> take that that's in the bag and it? like, it's just a cheesy line like people I'm sure people of can only really write I know people that can really only write about themselves like they they find it too hard to to not connect with a song but that, that doesn't mean I don't connect with them I connect to them because there's obviously a piece of me in it and there's there's some form of emotion that I hold with it but doesn't mean I'm the only emotion in it I think personally I got some stick from a mate the other day. He was like, "Oh, you got another slow song, coming, a new, a new sad song coming out." And I was like, "Yeah, but don't worry because that that is that's just a part of what's to come. The way I write is usually they all sound they're all very much the same tempo. And then what I'll do is I'll go right. This one can be sped up. This one can. So I'll do that because it's much. I find it's much easier to just write when you break the song down and then you're just." you'll change how fast you want it or what vibe you want it afterwards not not all the time doesn't work all the time but in some circumstances that is the case but i would say these songs that are coming out are going to be it's hard to say it's a very different vibe like just in general if all five tracks will have their own entity like one of them's very one of them's very much like a jazz ballad it's really strange but like it's works it's really cool and I like it. And then a couple of them are like very much indie rock. One's a little bit kooks, bit kooks, you know what I mean? Bit like that. Um, some wombats vibes, some indie rock vibes, which I like that because that's that's where I came from really with the band and stuff. And I always loved creating and, re- and recording and playing that kind of stuff. I really can't wait for you guys to hear what is to come because it will show a different side of the coin, really. Links to Toby's music and everything else can be found in the show notes. Indie Echo is a product of Hi5 Music, a digital production studio that brings your bedroom demos to life. If you want your music produced, mixed, or remixed, visit the link on my Instagram, at Hi5 Music, and you can follow the show, at Indie Echo Podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh-huh.